Hello, welcome to a beautiful podcast to fall in love, an unofficial Bachelor Nation show from TV Guide. I'm Liam Matthews, and joining me in TV Guide Mansion is my co-host from Ari Season and Bachelor in Paradise. It's Jacqueline Trumbull. I didn't come up with a thing for you today. I'm sorry. Well, that is so disappointing. <laughs> I Man, wait we're for it every week. We're a bad start here. <laughs> How about um, the quarantine queen? Woo-hoo! Duke University closed. Yeah. Bananas. We're still here for now. TV Guide. TV Guide's open. CBS, CBS Interactive has not shut down, but, you know... <laughs> When we do the next season, we might be all doing it remotely. <laughs> so far, I guess it sounds, this podcast is more important, though, than uh, education. Yes. <laughs> so, yes. I mean, this we is... stay open. This is business. What? <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, the finale part two, a lot happened. Yeah. Peter chose Hannah Ann under duress, basically. <laughs> then they broke up, and then Maddie said that she, you know, was willing to give it another shot. So they reunited during the live show, and it did not go well. Uh, Peter's mom is trying to trying to sabotage this relationship, and it was really an intense couple hours of TV. <laughs> I texted you during the show. I said, "This show has broken me." <laughs> <laughs> it was really a lot to handle. I mean, it was also that combined with a news breaking in that uh, Bernie Sanders is is out of. Out of contention, which I know that we don't have to get into that, but it was just a lot for me to take last night. Yeah, but now we get to see Donald Trump v. Biden in the debates, just screaming at oh, the wall. Oh, just a couple of old men, just like yeah. old men whose brains don't work anymore. Just yeah. a couple of guys with senile men. Yeah. Great. That's his running our country amidst this. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Any whoosies. Welcome <laughs> to Pod Save America. <laughs> All right, let's get on topic here. So what did what did you think of the show, just generally? I mean, part of me doesn't know if I have anything original to say because I, I just am with Twitter on this one. And I, what is that? Barb is a, a horrible monster. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, hate, I hate her more than I've ever hated anybody on TV. Wow. Yeah. I don't like saying I hate people, but I hate her more than anybody I've ever hated anybody. On wow. TV. Even um, I'm trying to think of some characters who some some really despicable characters, even even uh, Ralphie Sofaretto from The Sopranos, Joey Pants. I've only seen one episode of The Sopranos. Uh, he was he was, you despicable. know, better than to reference anything <laughs> <laughs> to me. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't agree. I see where she was coming from, and I think she was right. To raise these concerns, but she did it in entirely the wrong way. You can always raise concerns. <laughs> That's not yeah. what she did. No. No, she she destroyed her family is what <laughs> she did. <laughs> right. I mean, totally, totally insane. Yeah, someone tweeted that like, well, Peter's gained a girlfriend and uh, lost a family. <laughs> really? In like, a home, apparently. Yeah. Is he gonna he's gonna live in the airplane? He's gonna live. He's gonna fly the skies forever. <laughs> I mean, right? Because he was living at home, so he like I. He's wonder, not living with Madison. They're not he's living not, in. Sin. No, he's definitely not living <laughs> with Madison. He maybe he'll move in with um, Dylan and Hannah G. Maybe, maybe, maybe. They, 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 if they need a roommate. <laughs> but like, right? What's gonna What's gonna happen? I mean, Barb can she does not hide anything. Her, her face gives it all away. Mm-hmm. All is not well in, in the Weber household. No. The producers 
are some diabolical people. <laughs> <laughs> we'll we'll talk more about Barb and Madison after the break, but first let's talk about Hannah Ann and and Madison. Okay. So Hannah Ann, how do you think she did? What how Fantastic. do you feel how do you feel about Hannah Ann? Both of these this? women did did a great job. Yeah. Yeah. I mean look, Hannah Ann is not like I don't think we would be super good friends in real life. Like, I don't find her the most interesting character, but she did do a fantastic job with this breakup. And I'll say that, like, I'm going to take the same stance for Peter that I typically do towards the leads of this show. Like, I'm not going to eviscerate him. I don't think he did anything, like, egregious um, because the show is the show. But she got super hurt, and she didn't deserve it, and she said everything that was completely fair for her to say. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. She grew so much on all of us throughout the season. Like at the beginning of the season, it really seemed like, like we didn't like her. Right. It seemed like she was going to. She was on a villain trajectory. Right. Interrupting and and going too many times and just seemed seemed very fake. But then as the show went on, it broke her too. It broke her more than it broke me. Yeah. At least she has all those revolve clothes. Yeah, she has all those revolve clothes. Yeah, she didn't get twenty thousand dollars. <laughs> and uh, we really saw her humanity as the whole as it went on. And she like she got really mad. She was really angry and really hurt. And, and articulate though. And and articulate, right? Because that's one thing she isn't consistently. Mm-hmm. People have asked me like, "Do you think you would have gotten engaged in the end?" And I I probably would have. But it would have been like an engagement star, like Asterix. Mm-hmm. I think you kind of have to go into the show realizing that it kind of doesn't count in certain ways. Or like you have to be okay with having your first engagement not be forever because chances are it won't be. And um, it, it's just, it's like a parallel world, I guess, the, yeah. the way the thing, things work. And that's like one notion you have to let go of a bit. Yeah. So, I, I mean, which I don't like begrudge her for. It still sucks. Just the nature of it, like. Peter, he didn't go in. They can't go in with that much confidence, I don't think. Yeah. They can't. Because their hearts are torn in two directions. And they haven't had time. And they haven't had time. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing is like, I I really, I did kind of empathize with him in this and of course with her, but I've had relationships where um, I've thought like everything with this relationship makes sense. And I do have feelings. Um, and I, I want to want this, but there's something wrong. There's something missing. Um, but am I really going to like lean into that? He's in a situation where he can't completely trust his feelings mm-hmm. because yeah. he has, because his heart's split, you know, and because he hasn't had the time and everybody's pressuring him to do things. And that's the essential problem. Like you cannot trust your feelings on The Bachelor. I, I, I really, no matter like how strong your feelings are, no matter how much you think this person is your soulmate, you just have to take some sort of leap of faith. That's why they repeat that phrase constantly on the show. And that's what he did. And it was the wrong leap. Yeah. And he also seems to be particularly susceptible to outside. He's impressionist. Yeah. Yeah. Outside influence, which he knew that the show has to end with an engagement. Uh-huh. You know? So that's why I think he went through with proposing to Anna, to Hannah Ann, even though, like, what he said about, like, he wasn't ready then, mm-hmm. but maybe in, you know, six months, mm-hmm. he could be. I actually empathize with that. Yeah. I think maybe his feelings were for Hannah Ann were 
genuine. Right. And you get over heartbreak. Right. But he couldn't say that then. He should have been honest. Like, and this is what Hannah Ann said to him. Like, you should have been honest with me. Right. Uh, and told me exactly what you were feeling with Maddie. Mm-hmm. And then we could have moved forward from there. But since you weren't honest with me, yeah, he felt he had to go through with this proposal at this time. Mm-hmm. Because that's the format of the show. He didn't want to let anyone down. Yeah, this was so similar to Ari's situation. Very similar. And I think that's why I have I have more sympathy for him um, than I otherwise would because like I, I went through this, you know, I considered Ari a friend and so I'm like, this happens to good people, to good guys. Yeah. And it doesn't mean that they'll never have successful love stories. Yeah. You know, Ari has one. Yeah. So I feel for the women too because it's like they, they leave this experience and they're engaged to somebody who can't fully relate to them and they can't fully, like, Anne Anne couldn't fully relate to Peter. Like, and that's the problem is that he's in the situation where there's no one who's going to understand him other than other bachelors. Hmm. And so that's the other thing about taking a leap of faith and not being able to trust your feelings. Like, he knew that when he got engaged to someone, he would also be in love with another person he just broke up with. How did he imagine that was going to feel? Like, you don't know. Yeah. You don't, and then, and then you don't know if that, if those residual feelings for that other person, um, if that's what's creating the doubt or if you're just with the wrong person. So like, how, how do you know if, if the, the relationship, if you still have another, if you're still in love with somebody else, obviously it's going to feel wrong in some way. Mm-hmm. Is it wrong in a way that you can get over and you're actually with the right person or is it wrong in a terminal way? Yeah. I don't know how they do this. <laughs> <laughs> and then, you know, he has to go out on stage and be crucified. Right. It's. I mean, just even, just I was just trying to imagine how I would feel mm-hmm. going through what Peter went through last night, like having to watch just the worst moment of my life, just like looking like an absolute piece of shit <laughs> in front of the woman whose heart I broke, in front of my family, in front of my other ex-girlfriend who's there randomly. <laughs> Kelly. Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> and millions of people watching at home. Yeah. Brutal. I can't even imagine. Yeah. Like, what a thing to sign up for. <laughs> right. All right. So we're going to take a break and then we're going to come back. We'll, we'll talk about Maddie and then we'll talk about Barb. <laughs> back after this. Okay, we're back. Let's talk about Maddie. Madison Pruitt. Maddie Pruitt. Mm-hmm. All her names. We're going to go through them all. <laughs> so genuine. So real. So genuine. So <laughs> People seem to have forgotten about that, but we have not forgotten <laughs> that Maddie commented on her own Instagram, mm-hmm. so genuine, so real. Mm-hmm. What did you think about Madison this episode? I thought she killed it. You thought she killed it? Yeah, you didn't like her? Maybe I just hate Barb so much that... <laughs> <laughs> so why do, you, why do you think she killed it? Because like Jared was saying yesterday that he likes Hannah Ann because Hannah Ann understands the show. Mm-hmm. And that's great. But I don't think that that should be a requirement for going on the show. Mm-hmm. The whole point is to actually find somebody. Yeah. I don't think that somebody is quote, soulmate, should be restricted to the women who understand the show. So they cast her because she had certain qualities, whatever. They thought she might be compatible with Peter, and turns out she was. The fact that she had strong values that she stood by is not disqualifying for me. And I really thought she stuck up for the fact that this is not Peter's love story only. Mm -hmm. And it isn't. Like, she is one of the strongest... She made one of the strongest cases for that. I don't usually see contestants standing up for that aspect as yeah. much as she does. And it was kind of like she wasn't on a show at all. She was like, I'm dating somebody. 
the, like or trying to or trying yeah uh the show is irritating like it's putting up roadblocks but ultimately like i'm in love with somebody and i'm dating them and i'm i'm forging through uh but i'm not going to lose myself in it just because people are telling me to which is what happened to peter kind of mm-hmm. so i think that i think that madison standing up for herself was great and then her interaction with the mother i just thought she said everything right yeah she showed a lot of strength, a lot of backbone. Yeah, and she's so composed. Yeah, I thought she didn't really say she didn't really say anything, but it was in an intentional way. She like uh-huh. she didn't like because Barb was like throwing darts at her. Yeah, and she just said, "At the end of the day, it is what it is," <laughs> which is two cliches stacked on top of each other <laughs> into a perfect non-statement. <laughs> but she was like, "I'm not gonna like I'm not gonna." <laughs> You know, I love Peter and I'm not going to criticize his family. Yeah, right. I I thought she engaged the exact right amount. I mean, she couldn't not engage. Yeah. But yeah, she didn't throw any <laughs> barbs back. Hey. <laughs> I hate puns. Um, She didn't do that. She wasn't rude. No. But she also didn't cower. No. It was great. Yeah. No, that's true. But I also, I don't know. I just feel like I still just don't really understand what she is doing why like i don't like what did she think she was signing up for like she doesn't understand the show but she has to understand that like it seems like she wants a very specific thing that peter can't give her maybe but she's not engaged to him either yeah they made it very clear like this is very very early stages we have no idea if this is going to work yeah and i i personally don't think it will yeah well, I mean, she's got his family against him, against her. And that's never only and that's on top of the very very severe lifestyle differences. I mean, not severe, but like like this was like the lifestyle differences were already a problem that had ended the relationship before. They had, but she's not Amish. I mean, there's like <laughs> I think it's possible that they can come together yeah. on this. The problem with Barb being against her is not Barb doesn't have, I don't think she actually has concerns. I think that she's dug in her heels. She does not want to like Madison. No. And at this point, it's such an ego thing mm-hmm. that she can't like Madison. And so Madison is going to be fighting that forever. Yeah, right. Her mind is made up. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you could tell like anything they said, Barb was just like, uh-uh, yeah. no. And it was wild to watch because it only made Barb more unpopular and unlikable. Yeah. She literally got booed. It was un. I could, that was really the moment that I was like, I can't believe I'm watching this. This is insane. <laughs> Where she said, right? She said, uh, Chris Harrison was like, Barb, what do you think of you know Maddie and Peter giving this a shot? Mm-hmm. And she said, He's going to have to fail to succeed. Everyone who knows him knows it's not going to work. And everybody was like, Boo! What a wild thing to say. Right? How can you say that about your son? Are we still in the Madison segment or are we going full no, barb? No, we're going full barb. How could she clap when Hannah Ann was throwing the book at Peter? Everybody else can clap. Yeah. That's fine because it's great to be on Hannah Ann's side with this. But she is his mother. Yeah. I mean, come on. Jeffrey Dahmer's father <laughs> was more polite to him in an interview, in a public interview, yeah. than Barb was to yeah. Peter. <laughs> Think about that. Think about that. Yeah, you can't. Yeah. He ate people. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. This is like a rule of humanity. Like your mother has to be on your side. 
No yeah. one, like everyone else can turn against you. Right. Not your mother. Right. Just wild. Wild. She just destroyed her family. Right. On live TV. And you can give, you can criticize your kid, you know, you can try to mold him, but that's not what this was. Yeah. She abandoned him. Yeah. And then went to the other side and nobody wanted her there. Like there were no wide open arms on the other side. They're like, no, go back. That's yeah. your kid. I mean, it really kind of, I, I wonder if people are going to be kinder to him in light of that. Like, I almost think that people feel more comfortable just like criticizing people or destroying them when at least they've got a mother <laughs> like, <laughs> right. who still loves them, you right. know? I mean, God, yeah. that was so inappropriate to me. And I don't know if you saw that reality Steve tweeted that uh, somebody got somehow, somebody like reported or maybe it even came in through the television that she said in Spanish to her husband, mm-hmm. say something bad to make me look better. Yeah, right. They caught that on TV, just a little aside. Yeah. It's like, what was that? She has dissolved his spine. Right. He doesn't have one anymore. No. I mean, so Peter has no one. <laughs> yeah. He's got his brother, maybe. Maybe. But I mean, hopefully. His brother got his name back. Yeah, right. Yeah. Jack. <laughs> hopefully, Peter and his mother are able to work this out because I felt bad. It was sad to watch. Yeah. No, it's, this is all about, this is all about her. It's not a clinical diagnosis, but that woman is a narcissist. Yeah. And I, I just, I cannot imagine watching my own kid out there being devoured by the wolves and clapping right. for the wolves. Go get him! Yeah. <laughs> and then not tr- like saying he has to fail to succeed. He's a 27-year-old man. How about have some faith in his ability to make his own decisions? Yeah, she just in- going about this entirely the wrong way. Yeah, and Jared's whole point was that, you know, she was just doing the mom thing where she's like, she wants somebody to be obsessed with her son. What he was right about was that he he wants... She wants somebody to be obsessed with her. Yeah. And the way that she's raised her son, I guess. But like she's not for her son. She's not protecting him. Like what is she? Yeah. Peter is an extension of her. Yeah. Right. She liked Hannah Ann because Hannah Ann was obsessed with Peter. Mm -hmm. The way that she was obsessed with Peter as an extension of her. So she saw Hannah Ann as an extension of herself also. Yeah. Just the over the top, just reaction to Hannah. Like. Yeah. I was reading about this recently. Look, like I, I read a pop psychology article about this called triangulation, where uh, I guess people who are highly narcissistic will have like two kids and they'll like make one of them all good and one of them all bad. And that kind of seemed like that was hmm. what was going on with Hannah Ann. As soon as she walked in, she was all good. And Peter was all bad. I don't know what's hmm. going on with Jack. That's why I want a story. <laughs> yeah. 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 The Jack Webber. Well, maybe, so. maybe she saw Hannah Ann and... Maddie as her children. Mm-hmm. And Hannah Ann was the good child and Maddie was the bad child. Yeah, maybe. Because they're both extensions of Peter. Yeah. Who is an extension of herself. To be clear, this does not come from Duke University. <laughs> <laughs> There's none of this. Yes, this is not n- not medical. Yeah, this comes from an article my friend Damien sent me. <laughs> Put every disclaimer on everything in this podcast. This is all opinion. <clears throat> We're just wildin'. This is comedy. <laughs> We're wildin' like Barb is wildin'. Barb was wildin'. <laughs> Bring her. It's like, hello, daughter. I love you, daughter. <laughs> She's known her for 20 minutes. Seriously. Seriously. I feel so bad. I, I defend every villain. <laughs> every single one. To a fault. To, to my detriment. Yeah. Because I feel bad that they're going to get eviscerated. I just, 
I know how it feels, but like I, I only know a fraction of how it feels, and that's bad enough. I am happy for Barb to get eviscerated because she has wanted to do this to her kids. She's wanted to live through them, and now she gets to experience it herself. Yeah. So yeah. like, yeah, enjoy it. That's a really good point. Yeah. She's getting the full bachelor experience, mm-hmm. and that is when people turn on you. Yeah. So you want to clap when people are mean to your son? No one's clapping for you, Barb. <laughs> yeah, I think that about does it. We're gonna go to a break, <laughs> and we're gonna then we're gonna talk about uh, we're gonna wrap up the season. R.I.P. Barbara Weber. Oh my God! <laughs> back after this. All right, we're back. So Jacqueline, where do you think this ranks in the all-time most dramatic finales? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I guess kind of high, but are we like done with the era of nice proposals, nice clean proposals? I think so. Because how do you? Where do you go? Yeah. I mean, they it, like to their credit, they keep on doing new things. But this wasn't. This was like a weaker version of Ari's ending. Mm-hmm. They just added Barb. Like she was, she was the ending. Yeah, um, like th- she was the she was the new part. Like we had right. never seen, we had never seen the lead's mother become yeah. such a presence in the show. Like Barb Cam, yeah, was truly innovative. <laughs> I did feel kind of bad because she probably didn't know there was a camera trained on her the entire time, showing her reactions. Um, oh, I see. I yeah, see. I don't feel bad. <laughs> but it was basically the same as Ari's. And it didn't have that unedited. Yeah, it didn't have the impact. It didn't have the impact. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember watching Ari's and just being like, just so hurt, just there with them in that room. Yeah, because Hannah Ann wasn't blindsided, really. Like, it sounded like their relationship had been falling apart yeah. and they came to talk about that. Yeah. And he didn't. He also didn't leave her for another woman. Yeah. No, that's true. That's true. I mean, Becca literally got left yeah. for another woman. We saw it happen yeah. for a half hour, unedited. <laughs> Except for one part where they, the producer came in. They did edit it. They lied. <laughs> and they bleeped it. But I listened to um, Becca Becca's podcast that she does with Rachel, the official Bachelor. We're our unofficial Bachelor Nation podcast. Oh. They're the official Bachelor Nation podcast. They had Hannah Ann on, and she talked about the timeline of when that happened. Mm-hmm. Sometime in January, he told her that he needed to resolve things with Hannah Brown. Mm-hmm. And she was like, oh, that's weird. And that was kind of the first indication that she got that things were not. Wait, sorry, when? What was when was that? In January. January okay. Like sort of they said sort of like the middle or like early to mid January. Okay. And that was around the time that that episode where Hannah and or where Hannah Brown came back, and they had that where he asked her to come back on the show. That was around that time. What do you mean? Like that was around the time that it aired. Oh. That he said. Oh, okay. So Hannah Ann saw that. Yeah. She saw that and he was reaching out to her at, at around that same time. So she's like, oh, so, all right. So he's, and that's why she said like, there were three women in our engagement because he wasn't even over Hannah. Yeah. She had some good she lines. She had some zingers. She had yeah. some zingers. What was the, like, be a real man. <laughs> <laughs> she had some zingers. And then they broke up that conversation that we saw that happened sort of at the end of January. Yeah. And she said like <clears throat> earlier that day, she had said like, if you're going to break up with me, like just be honest with me or mm-hmm. just like tell me what's really going on. And he was like, I'm not going to break up with you. It's okay. But So then she did feel blindsided. Okay. But she knew something was wrong. Right. He did not treat her well. He really did not. Mm-hmm. But 
he also truly had no idea what he was doing. This is like really what people pleasing gets you. Like when you try to make everyone happy, Mm -hmm. you make no one Mm -hmm. happy. He really, really tried. He really didn't want to let anyone down and really did everything he could to try to make everybody happy. Yeah. And it did not work. <clears throat> Nobody is happy. You know, Hannah Ann doesn't like, like, she doesn't like him anymore. His mom, their relationship is strained now. We- Maddie, it's probably not going to work out. And and it's interesting that he's with the woman who has the strongest spine and the, the clearest values. I, I, I wonder if she's disappointed with him in any way or if she just is forgiving towards him because he's confused and needs to grow up a little bit. Mm-hmm. I mean, this kid is like a little sparrow that's been raised in the nest of a vulture. <laughs> so yeah. now he's kicked out. Yeah. Do you think if Maddie moves to L.A., mm-hmm. maybe she's the one whose values change? I mean, maybe, but she seems she seems pretty firm. But why is she on the show in the first place? Oh, that's a good question. Because there's no reason. I mean, besides fame. To yeah. Go on. Well, and I mean, Rachel, and Rachel, like on that podcast, Rachel... And she got like an email or something like during the show mm-hmm. that while the show was airing, mm-hmm. some manager announced that they had taken Madison on as a client. Oh, she signed that contract, you know, while the show was still airing. For for what though? For... Just like representation. Okay. There's no reason to hide. Like you go on this show because it offers you a lot of opportunities. Mm-hmm. That's fine. Yeah. But some people are more honest about it than others. Yeah, like I went on the show to co-host a beautiful podcast, Fall in Love. (laughs) And it's going great. (laughs) (laughs) This was probably, I mean, top five most dramatic finales for sure. That's sort of just by virtue of like, it's got an interesting ending. Yeah, Ari's probably number one. I remember Rachel's really devastating me, her breakup with Peter. It was, yeah. But it was still in the classic format, yeah. So I'd say, okay, Ari's... Colton's is still my favorite. The finale itself was cheerful. Yeah. Like that one, like the real fireworks were the fence jump episode. Yeah. And the one after, which I guess was the finale. I mean, and then there's the classic Mesnick. That was like the the start of the the modern Bachelor era. Yeah. Yeah. Jason and Ari are like take Caribbean vacations right now. <laughs> Pass the torch. Yeah. So I think I think it's definitely top five, maybe top three. Hannah B's goes in there too. Hannah B's somewhere. Yeah. So I think all in all, it was a good finale. Mm-hmm. How do you think as a overall as a season? How do you think it was? Horrible. Horrible. <laughs> <laughs> but it gave us some good moments. It gave us Champagne Gate. That was fun. It ga- uh, fine. That was a fine two minutes. <laughs> it gave us two good episodes. Yeah. There was no joy in them. No. You know, I mean, Colton. Colton had such a dynamic ending. Mm-hmm. It was so good, even though the rest of his season was complete trash. And we had Demi, which was nice. Yeah. No, Peter and, had a miserable season. Yeah. Colton had more fun people. Right. Peter's cast was not as good as, you know, The fact that I'm leaving this season most supporting a religious zealot, really. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's something. Yeah. So basically, what we're trying to say... <laughs> is bring on, uh, what's it called? Listen to your heart. <laughs> and Claire's season. Claire's season's gonna be good. I'm stoked. Claire showed up at the end, but it's like, whoa, 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 why don't even bother? I'm glad they didn't do, I'm glad they didn't do the- Same, the meeting the dudes. Meeting the dudes, I hate when they do I don't that. even know why they brought Claire on. I mean, I'm so excited for her season, but like, yeah. cool, let's 
take a breather first gotta, and let her have we a gotta, fresh start. Yeah, we got right, right. It was kind of unfair to her yeah. to have her have to go after. You know what that. else is unfair to her? No international destinations. Coronavirus. Oh. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, the most exotic they're getting might be Canada. So I guess wow. that is one international destination. But that's. But it's not. It's not Europe. It's yeah. not South America. It's not Asia. I hope that changes, but she's leaving like now. I mean, wow. yeah, they start they start now right? yeah. or next week, maybe. Yeah. Wow. That's rough. I know. It irritates me that that's happening to Claire. Yeah. I want happiness for her. Yeah. Happiness comes in the form of exotic destinations. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So this has been a great season for us. <laughs> Thank you for coming with us. Before we wrap it up, I want to give a shout out to Rachel C72, Ruthie Roars125, and C. Kel, who left us nice five-star reviews recently on Apple Podcasts. We love it when you give us five-star reviews and rate and review and subscribe. It really does make my day better. It does. And you share the podcast. Tell your friends. We think this is a great show, and we hope uh, you, you know... If you, if you want to tell people about it, we grow through word of mouth. Please do. Yeah. Please. We love it. If you think we should have any guests next time, next season, let us know who you want us to get. We do it for us, <laughs> but we do it for you. We do it for all of us. So thanks for taking this journey with us. I'm Leah Matthews. I'm Jacqueline Trumbull. This has been a beautiful podcast to fall in love. Bye.